Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on danaglennsmith.com and warn-usa.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows on danaglinsmith.com and warn-usa.com Revelation Stark Vision On danaglinsmith.com Manifest Deliverance Present Evil World World Government's Global Chaos Eye of the Lord Upon the Righteous on warn-usa.com Dead to Sin Book of Romans Part 11 on Sound the Shofar Fear the Lord Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 84 on Battle Lines Policies, Persecution and Faith of Persecuted Believers of Jesus Christ on Warren Radio and do not miss these Warren Radio episodes from September 27th through the 29th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Kingdom Gospel, Kingdom War, Missions, Christianity, Global Persecution, Christian Faith. Thursday's Battle Lines, Isaiah's Series, No Justice, No Peace, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 190 on Battle Lines. And Friday's Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War and the Coming King, Heavenly Fire, Part 5. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising details a takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk and dark forces are plotting to bring this country into the globalist new order. And hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson, and many more. And the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn.
Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Doing good. How are you doing? Doing great, and I'm glad to be here tonight. Yep, we've got a lot of good stuff to cover. Yes, we do, as always. Yeah, th there's a lot. Never a shortage. And uh, we want to thank all those who like our shows. And uh, a lot of them are coming out of our connection to WordPress uh, because they have a new feature to be able to get the shows around. And uh, so we thank you for stopping by. And, of course, we have a lot of people that listen on many other areas because we've got quite a number of places where you can listen to the program. So remember, this is the advocacy broadcast on Wednesday night. Tomorrow is our battle lines, and we've been featuring a long, long series out of Isaiah. And then Friday morning is our sound the show far and it has various teachings they go for a while and then they quit and so check out all of those the friday show in the mornings you know we we do it early in the morning but you can find it usually any of our broadcasts you can find them up uh on our websites <clears throat> you know at the at the time that you know when we get them done we put them on the websites but we also have them on a lot of other sites so thank all those who uh do listen and yes amen and the number of uh you know uh likes and things we appreciate be sure you're listening to it and uh, be sure to tell others so we can get the word out and this is the word of God so uh, we are going to be doing another one we're looking at Revelation Stark Vision I'll do that one and uh, the graphics there's one thing we have graphics that we make I make them been doing this for many years and this week, Revelation Stark Vision. I make them in 1080. And uh, whatever that means. Oh, that's just the size. Okay. And it's 1080 by 1080, and that's a full post. That I mean that that's a big size. But uh, I I post smaller ones than that on our website, so they can. Um, so the website can load quickly. <laughs> because these things are really gorgeous and uh, and uh, so at any rate Revelation Stark Vision it's where we find an all encompassing evil with powers to subdue conquer and make war now this particular post you can find on warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. And uh, from the end of days comes this thought-provoking, prov it, it says, uh, it should be provoking, but I have proving look. <laughs> at the look at the aspects of this time. And so, in this look... We will look at uh, the faith and testimony of the saints. We'll cover, you know, I mean, there's murder, death, famine, beasts of the earth, martyrdom, and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is all just part of the stuff that's wrapped up in, in Revelation. And, you know, the thing I think about Revelation, the number one thing, you know, we always... You know, you say, well, this is the revelation, the apocalypse of the Lord Jesus, the unveiling, and it is. But it's also about what man has done and what man is going to do and what the Lord ends up doing because of what man has done. And so it's, 
it's a stark vision because when you start looking at Revelation and you start experiencing some of the fruits of the end of days and uh, begin to see we're getting close to the things being fulfilled, it, it provides a stark in your in your face look at those things that have been prophesied. And so Revelation stark vision is what we see when reading and meditating on the book of the Apocalypse. Today it's known as Revelation in our English translate, translation. Now the Greek says Apocalypsis which is the disclosure which God gave to the Apostle John on the Isle of Patmos. And indeed, it was very stark. It was absolute. It was a glaring vision of those events to come for all mankind. And this article is not going to cover the book of Revelation from cover to cover, of course. But it's one of those things, this one was just published... And you'll find it on DanaGlynSmith.com and Warren-USA.com. And you'll be able to read it over at our websites. And I'll leave you with this. Revelation 22.11 He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And I also talk about this particular verse. So be sure to check out this latest uh, post. And, you know, we our posts are usually pretty long. I write a lot of words. And uh, there is no doubt about it that these things have some content. And, you know, our sites aren't overburdened with ads. Matter of fact, they're kind of skimpy. Been that way for years. So check it out over <clears throat> danaglinsmith.com or warren-usa.com and check out Revelation Stark Vision. And we do feature our articles and our stuff from time to time in an upfront segment to let you know what we're writing and where you can find them. So, thanks again for all those who do take a look at what what the feed is and look at the websites and come by and like the articles or, you know, they like the shows because we have, we've been getting a good amount of them and we appreciate every one of them. So, we're now we're moving forward and uh tara this uh, tower this came from our friends over in bibles for the mid-east yes i seen that did we just get it today i received it just the other day when i was putting this together so this is uh this is fresh off the presses We've covered this story before, so this is an update to this story. So, yeah, and it's uh, it's a true story of the Lord's redemptive power, a beyond astonishing story of God's redemption. And this comes from uh, Bibles for Mid East, a tale of the truly amazing nature of the Lord's redemptive power has been unfolding over the last several months in an area of India along the border with Nepal. One of the our Bible for the mid let's see one of our Bibles for Mid East leaders, Pastor Riez, and his name's been changed to protect him, had been brutally attacked while ministering among Muslims and Hindus in East Champaran. A, a mob of Muslim funnelists threw his seemingly lifeless body into a ditch after attacking him, leaving him for dead. But um, some Christian believers found him lying in the ditch and noticed signs of life, and they rushed him to the local hospital, and that was two months ago. Barely alive and one knee damaged beyond repair. 
Once he was stabilized somewhat, doctors replaced his knee. We have been sending out prayer requests to our subscribers. And um, Pastor Riez, his wife, four children, his church, and for his deaf and mute sister who live with the family. May God be glorified through this horror has been our constant prayer. But just a couple of weeks ago, the horror got worse. Pastor Riez had been recovering slowly but well, learning to walk with a walker, and was expecting to be released soon. Then in the middle of the night, three thugs somehow made their way into the hospital and into his room. One used the pillow he had been propping his leg up with, in an attempt to strangle him, while other the other two masked men held tightly onto his arms and legs so he couldn't move. The pastor's wife, sleeping in a bed beside him, woke suddenly from a dream where her husband was in mortal danger, and her screams alerted the hospital staff who rushed to the room. The attackers, who clearly had hoped to kill the pastor, fled and Pastor Riez's re-injured leg was bleeding profusely by this time, so he was rushed to emergency surgery. As he recovered in the ICU, his congregation and many others prayed and fasted, often on site for his recovery and safety, and soon answers to prayer began to be more apparent. The pastor's health continued to improve, and hospital management both apologized for the attack and provided far tighter security for him. Then the hospital staff, all 250 of them, and mostly non-Christians, began visiting Pastor Riez and his wife. They wanted to encourage them after the horrible attack, and they would stay to listen intently to the couple's testimony of turning from Islam to Jesus. Many accepted Lord Jesus as their Savior. <clears throat> and when the doctors came for rounds this past Sunday, Pastor Riaz asked him a special favor. Could he have a worship service, worship and prayer service in his room for four people to include singing and chap clapping? The doctor said he would look into it and a half hour later returned with official permission. So at about 11 a.m. yesterday, Pastor Riaz and those with him began their little worship service. Ten minutes later, the same doctor and a few nurses came to the room and sat with them for prayers, and Pastor Riaz's wife put a mat on the floor for them to be seated. A little while later, a few other staff wandered into the quickly filling room, and a doctor who had just arrived announced that even more were on their way, so he asked that the hallway be arranged for prayer. Soon about 250 had gathered in the hall with Pastor Riez joining in a wheelchair. For most of the doctors and other staff, it was their very first Christian worship service. And Pastor Riez shared some of the sto his story of converting to Christianity from Islam. Then his wife shared both her testimony and the word of God. She relied entirely on the Holy Spirit for the word since it was her first time giving a message. As the service wrapped up, many in attendance shared how meaningful and impactful it had all been for them. And before the closing, before the closing prayer, each and every one joyfully dedicated themselves to Jesus. Worship continued well into the afternoon. We are also grateful that hospital authorities have reduced the pastor's hospital bill by half and will not charge for his second surgery that was done because of the murder attempt in the hospital. Yet, as Bibles for Mideast Director Pastor Paul explains, we still need a fair amount of money to settle the rest of the hospital bills. And you can go to Bibles for mideast.com and that's bibles the number four mideast.com that's a good story yes it is thank you lord for your amazing power and touch on his life and that being on the missions right in the middle of an area where christians like himself was beat up 
you know, and to have that happen and those people come to the Lord, uh, it's just amazing. And we're so thankful. Susan, uh, for uh, Bibles for the Mideast. Susanna. uh, She lives up in Canada, and that's where their office is for Bibles for the Mideast. Pastor Paul is in the Mideast, and they make up of uh, predominantly Muslims who had been uh, saved and come to the Lord. And so we're so thankful for this. We've, Amen. We've corresponded. We've uh, handled stuff from them for a long, for quite a while now. And it never s- ceases to amaze me some of the things that happen in, in those ministries. Boy, that's for sure. So at any rate, so be sure to pray for Pastor Paul and Bibles for the Mideast. It's so good. And I like that. Oh, I do too. That's encouraging. Yep. Because nothing's impossible with the Lord. Yep. So at any rate, we're now at another one. And I'm going I'm going to be doing this one. And then Tower, you've got your regular one now. I had to put that in there because I wanted that in the front of the pack, so to speak. Because we have been covering uh, that pastor. And uh, it it was good to know that he was alive, but it doesn't surprise me that they came back to kill him. Yeah, that's true. This is the gospel in action, really. So... Saving America Gospel, Faith and Politics, via Christian Newswire, by an organization called Christians Engaged. Politics and religion will come together in Dallas this fall at a -a one-of-a-kind gathering of government and religious leaders, just as the 2024 presidential election season heats up. Hundreds of people are expected to participate in the two-day event, which opened to the public. Evoking spirited imagery from World War II that birthed what is considered America's greatest generation, the Dallas area event bringing together well-known Christian political and faith leaders across denominational lines will promote prayer, voting, and civic engagement as a critical mission to awaken the sleeping giant, according to organizers. Political activity will not save America. Only the gospel will. And I agree with that 100%, yes. said organizer Bunny Pounds, whose Christians Engaged organization will host the third annual Wake Up Conference, a nonpartisan Christian event held at the Cottonwood Creek Church in Allen, Texas, November 3rd and 4th. Jesus Christ and his church is the only hope for America, said Amen. A former political consultant for 16 years. Our goal is to activate, inspire, and educate those who walk with Jesus and want to impact the nation outside their church's four walls. Pounds graduated with a political science degree from Dallas Baptist University before founding her own political consulting company, then in 2018, running for Congress. The conference, supported in the past by well-known leaders, Texas Governor Rick Perry, Allie Beth Stuckey, Dr. Robert Jeffries, Eric McTaxis and Evangelical Minister James Robeson, and those are all well-known people, especially from the southern uh, place, um, southern portion. And, of course, that was launched in 2021 to muster more civic engagement for the faith. But citing a Barna study showed that one-third of voters listed religious belief as a top influence in their voting decision and the apostle paul's challenge in the bible that now it is high time to awake out of sleep 
Pounds has a goal to mobilize a million Christians to pray, vote, and engage before next presidential election. Well, that would be great. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. The Wake Up Conference and its program of prayer, education, and worship sessions walks the fine line between inspiring Christians to get involved in their cities, states, and nation and disciplining them to guard D- their hearts. Discipling them. Discipling them, yeah. To guard their hearts and live authentically in the process. And so uh, she's authored an upcoming book, Jesus and Politics, One Woman's Walk with God. In a mud-slinging profession and a special advance copy will be available on site for pre-sale. Describing herself as a missionary to America, she chronicles the 16 years stint in government and politics, living the Christian life. And Michelle Bachman, former U.S. presidential candidate and dean of Regent University's Robertson School of Government, will be a key speaker. Huh. I haven't heard from her in a long uh-huh. time. Christians engaged is filling a huge hole in the body of Christ, Bachman said. Pound's story should inspire us all to walk daily with Jesus and disciple the nation, one elected official or neighbor at a time. And she's also going to have Kelly Sh- uh, Shackleford, founder and president of the First Liberty Institute, uh, U.S. Congressman Michael Cloud, Billy Hollowell of the Washington uh, Times. I've heard of him. Texas Senator Brian Hughes, Reveni, uh, Re- uh, Representative Stephanie Borowitz of Pennsylvania, Kyle Lance Martin, founder of the Evangelistic uh, Ministry, Time to Revive. So you can go to the conference, the ceconference.org for all that. Well, we need we need that in the political realm because if anybody of you don't think so, just take a look at what's going on around us for the last number of years. Long before Biden, we are in serious, serious trouble. Are you ready? Yes. This story is Iraq Christ is Victorious. This is from via a Syrian international news agency. And there are recent, uh, there are recent American college graduates teaching in Iraq. Due to an exchange program between the Chaldean Catholic Archdiocese of Erbil and the Franciscan University of Steubenville in Ohio. But just the other day, a Nigerian seminary, semi, seminarian was burned alive at his rectory and as his rectory was attacked. This kind of thing is a common occurrence in Nigeria. Now we did a story on a young man that was burned alive. Yes. Probably the same one. Christianity in Iraq, on the other hand, is in a different place. On the other side of the ISIS genocide that drove most of the Christians from Mosul to Erbil near Kurdistan, when it comes to the persecuted church, Iraq is a hopeful story if a work in progress. ISIS is defeated. Christ is victorious. Archbishop Basher Warda tells me the church is back again, mass is back again. And Warda, who established the exchange program with the Franciscan University, said, says it has helped change how young Iraqis see American. At first, many of his people thought the students coming to teach them must have been desperate for jobs. But as the Iraqis got to know the American teachers, they saw real faith, talent, and generosity. These young people are coming because they want to save the need, serve the needs of the church. They show the beauty and kindness of American Catholics, Warda says. During the genocide, Warda was able, with the help of the Knights of Columbus and aid to the church in need, to establish a Catholic university and a hospital, among other things. 
for the people who wound up on his doorstep as refugees from ISIS. He was able to help Christians see a future in Iraq, education for children, and jobs for their parents. Warder credits good priests like then father, who is now bishop, Tibet Habib Yosef al-Mecca for doing the difficult work of accompanying his people through the long, painful road. And this is a brief history of the Assyrians. There, this is no small thing. In 2014, Iraq Christians, understandably, were tempted to think this is the end, that there is no future for them in Iraq. I've always been impressed by the fact that Christians in Iraq don't try to hide their faith when ISIS moves in. They could have pretended, but Tibet says that would have been impossible. Our language is Christian language. Our customs, our culture is Christian. We cannot separate our identity from Christ. If we do, we will die. And the, ethni, eth, the ethnic cleansing of the Assyrians of Iraq. When ISIS came in, they showed themselves powerful, taking over so many villages and cities, and saying to our people, Choose Islam or taxation, or find the sword. The Christians said, We choose Christ, and they left everything and came with nothing but Christ. Many Christians in the United States do not even realize that there have been Christians in Iraq since the beginning of Christianity. Now, that, that is a good story. Now, yes, it is. The reason that I do bring this forward is because of the trouble in Iraq and what happened to the believers there and the churches. And the fact we talk about Assyrians... And they mentioned the Catholic uh, Archdiocese of Herbal and the Franciscan University. You see, one thing that you need to understand, when you're overseas or anywhere where ISIS is or somebody like him, and you get killed as a Christian, if you're dying for the faith of Christ and for him, you're going to find life whether you're a Catholic, whether you're a Protestant, no matter what you are. That is the Bible. That is the Word of God. And so, as such, when ISIS went through and we were covering it, we covered all of the Christians, no matter who they were, what church they was at, covering them in our news. And 2014 and 2015, we covered them when it was at its worst. So, uh, yeah, you know, I remember that. And so make no mistake about it. We know this story very well. And I put up a lot of articles on it. A lot of them. And uh, even uh, Twitter sent us uh, congratulations for the stuff that we were putting out. Because we put out so much of it. We were in the top ten of Twitter for uh, stuff that was going through. And that was for two months running. So, at any rate, you know, this is real. The persecution of Christians is real. In America, for years and years, you know, Christians have not been persecuted, but we've always had a good background of supplying persecuted churches and others with help. Food, clothing, and whatever it took. So make no mistake, as we look at America today, Christianity now is on the backside of what people really want to do. But there is a comeback, and uh, America's in trouble. It's not where it needs to be. And so at the warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com, for 25 years we've been calling uh, the nations to repentance and America back and uh, so we've been calling for revival all along and we are seeing revival down south right now 
And with this, we see a revival, you know, even over in Iraq where they had trouble. And with what we read today from Bibles for the Mideast, we've seen a miraculous thing that God, and we are seeing the hand of the Lord around the world with his people. This is actual. We've got proof. We know what's going on. We have been advised. We've been told. We share it with you. And so don't forget, if you're in America or whatever state you're in or nation and you're really going through a tough time, remember, God is in control. Amen. In Jesus' name, he is victorious. Amen. Now, here's another one that we covered. We've been covering Nagorno-Karabakh. And uh, and that's why I put this up, ter- uh, Tower, because, um, you know, we were looking at the war, what was exactly going to happen. Right. And so uh, uh, the Armenians now are fleeing, and they've been fleeing. Now, as of this from CBN News, there was more than 100,000 ethnic Armenians who fled the territory that they've called home for centuries. 85% of the population is seeking refuge after Azerbaijan, backed by Turkey, took over their ancient homeland. And so they all packed into cars and trucks with whatever belongings they can carry and have been arriving in Armenia after Azerbaijan opened the only road out of Nargano Karabakh last week. And uh, here's a woman and her husband and four children who were among the refugees. She said, when the war broke out, children were outside and they came to me screaming, the war has started. The bombardments were on all sides. The children were crying. To be honest, I also was scared. Oh, yes. Another refugee who's 70 years old said, I went to bring the kids home. I was next to the Kurov Bridge. And at that moment, the shelling started, kids were crying, and I tried to calm them down. An ethnic Armenian woman from Nargano, Karabakh, carries her suitcase to a tent camp after arriving there. You know, this is where they're trying to, uh, you know... That's terrible. That's horrible that they're being run out of their homeland. Yeah, now that, this particular was September 29th. And uh, Armenia's prime minister calls this a direct act of ethnic cleansing. And he, he says, without concrete action soon the international, by the international community, they are just creating moral statistics for history. That's right. You know. That's sad. You may not care about genocide. But if you ever get involved in genocide and they're trying to wipe you out, you'll care. Yep, that's right. The exodus of Armenia. This has been in the news. And this has been, you know, uh, Christian organizations, many of them. And we deal with a lot of them because we have a certain little, uh, you know, support thing that goes out to them. And... uh, you know, there's just not enough money and help to help everybody. But lots and lots of needs out there. Yeah, a lot of. And so, if you're comfortable at home, thank the Lord and then give to missions. Find a group that has the boots on the ground. Barnabas Aid, International Christian Concern, Global Relief. Um, Samaritan's Purse and of course Azerbaijan's ethnic cleansing policy is what what causes this and Azerbaijan is Islam and believe me that's what they do they will kill you so but Armenians have lived in the Nargano Karabakh for centuries 
and it was at the center of a bloody conflict between Azerbaijan and Armenia since the late 1980s when the two former Soviet countries fought a war during the collapse of the USSR. And the territory has a rich Christian history that is now at risk of being wiped out. I hope it doesn't. And the one they mention here is Christian Solidarity International. And he's and he is quoted as saying his name Joel Veldkamp. Many of them are fending for themselves. Many of them we've seen are sleeping in their cars or in tents or sleeping on the streets of the city of Goris, which is close to Nagorno Karabakh, Armenia. Armenia is not a rich country by any means, and this is going to be an enormous refugee crisis, an enormous challenge for all eight organizations working to help these people. So they have eight organizations working. And I believe uh, um, Barnabas Aid is among those. Now, we are, with International Christian Concern, persecution.org. Now, I like this one. This is about four-year-old Justine. <coughs> and uh, she was caught up with her family in a conflict. It's described as a ruthless conflict. And it was started by the Allied Democratic Forces in Eastern Congo. And by the way, you're going to find a lot around in when you get in Africa. These people doing this. A Christian family found solace in a refugee town. The harrowing tale of their flight from their hometown, marred by attacks that decimated their village, was etched in their memories. Yeah, you would never forget that. (coughs) To make matters worse, their daughter Justine was struck by a fever at four years old that stole her speech and mobility. You know, I'm trying to think if I've ever heard of an infant being struck that bad that stole the speech and mobility. She couldn't. After hearing of the family's tribulation, International Christian Concerned decided to provide Justine with a wheelchair, which helped her be able to move around and have some autonomy. And, uh, Her mother said, I'm very happy and I thank ICC for all they have done for my child, Justine. God bless ICC. Yes, amen. That's internationalchristianconcernpersecution.org. Don't forget to pray for us in this country because many people are suffering. Pray for us so peace can be restored. My family and I, we are refugees here. God bless you so much. After implementing the project, ICC staff received miraculous news from the family. Justin is improving slowly by slowly. There is hope in the coming days to walk herself. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you, Lord. See, and and this is part of what ministry and provision is about. Helping those who can't help themselves. And... uh, you know, I I came to the conclusion, really, that there are a lot of people in America, out of America, that are around the world that all they want to do is live in peace, and they want to live their lives, and they want to be good, and they don't want to have all these troubles, you know? Yep, that's a that, fact. That's, that's, all, that. that's all they want is peace and quiet want to be able to raise their families and have their have their friends but today you know in the world it is dangerous in america america right now is in chaos in a lot of places we can't even keep our grocery stores open because the people are stealing out of them so fast <coughs> so we have got some terrible politicians that have brought this on us 
But the reason it got brought on America is because we have fallen away from the Lord and this is judgment. And Tower and I have been warning America for a long time, as I said earlier, 25 years. But the first time I told Tower about what was coming to America was back in 1973. Yep, I remember that very clearly. And so we've been living with this all of our lives. And now we're here. It looks like the culmination of everything. So you need to draw close to the Lord. You need to pray for the persecuted church. And you need to not only give your prayers, but give some money to help these ministries who are on the front lines take care of these issues. Because that's... We are an advocate for the persecuted church. And, you know, we do this because we want it. We do this show. We do the show, put it together. <coughs> we tell you where to find these people. You know, nobody pays us. We don't want anything for it. We're doing this to let you know what's going on and to get help overseas and get help to the groups that are helping overseas. They need money. They need help. They need bodies. They, there's so much. So remember, we're here as the body of Christ. All of us. So go ahead, Tower. Christian refugees survive in Lebanon. And this story comes to us from BarnabasAid.org. Families are struggling to make ends meet while refugee communities are on the brink of starvation or already starving. These were the words used by our project partner on the ground in Lebanon, appealing for assistance for vulnerable Christians. The economic crisis continues with no obvious end in sight and has taken a toll on nearly all people living in Lebanon. Lebanon's economy has collapsed <clears throat> with inflation rising to over 200 <clears throat> excuse me over 250% severely crippling everyone's ability to afford even the basics among those most affected are our fellow Christians who make up about a third of the population Lebanon has also become a melting pot of refugees fleeing conflict and persecution in neighboring regions <clears throat> excuse me often with little or nothing to their name christian refugees amongst them live on the fringe of society they are in desperate need christian refuge refugees are struggling to find even basic food to survive and thanks to you, our Barnabas supporters, they can endure and maintain their faithful witness in these difficult circumstances. Providing aid to vulnerable Christian families and refugees, the Lebanese economy continues disastrous. Food prices have increased by 376% in the last two years. The middle classes have become poor and the poor are now destitute. And as costs continue to rise, health care and medicine become inaccessible for those that need it most. Dozens of people with cancer, diabetes, and other chronic illnesses have died in the last six months because they could not afford to buy their medications. With your support, Barnabas Aid has been has been able to provide the need so if you would like to give to Barnabas Aid go to BarnabasAid.org they're a great ministry in helping these people around the world you know just in tonight's show you know we've been covering Armenia Iraq this one you just got done with you know, we, yeah, the regions tonight are all over the place. Now, the next one is Sudan. After that is Ugandan, Uganda. And so, you know, you look at that. You know, 
It's just, it's horrible. It seems like it's getting worse around the world. And see, you know, a lot of these are, are centralized in Africa and Mideast and parts of Europe. So, we're over in Sudan now. And Sudan's had problems for a long time. And you know they've had they've had peace treaties they've had just about everything you could think of this comes via mission network news online.org mission network news it's m n n online.org that's m n n online.org mission network news online.org and so, as we get into all this stuff, here the United States has issued new sanctions and visa restrictions as Sudan's conflict approaches the six-month mark. You see, Sudan always has a conflict. Sooner or later. Hope rippled across Sudan in 2019 when Bashar al-Assad was ousted. And so the believers thought, now we can finally have freedom. And uh, so they had a transitionary panel who tried to steer the country towards democracy. Well, you're living in an area where, you know, you don't have democracy. There are people that want to run the place. So four years later, Sudan's dream has become a living nightmare. Members of the diaspora tell an unfolding word partner named John. I don't know if I ever want to go back because there's nothing in Sudan now that we can ever put our trust in. <clears throat> Fighting that began in April between the army and paramilitary forces has reduced Khartoum to an urban war zone. The people of the country are not important to the warring parties, he says. Human life is not important, which we've seen that before. Yes, we have. Winning and controlling resources of Sudan is the goal. And they do have some resources there, mineral resources. More than 7 million people are now displaced inside Sudan. This is the highest in the world. Oh, and God. disease runs rampant in displacement caps. And supplies have reached a critical low. Well, see, the problem is, folks... When you've got fighting, we can't get aid into some of these areas because it is so dangerous. So what happens is they will set up shop as close as they can get, and then they will run secret missions at night into some of these areas to try to get help to the people. But it's just totally, when you look at this, it's just absolutely gut-wrenching to know what people are willing to do in the world all they want to do is make war yet hope remains the Sudanese church planners are delivering relief aid to the people in need now many times the mission organizations that are that are coming in they will find a church somewhere and use them to deliver the relief aid to the people in need. And so you need to pray for these church planners because they, you know, they're the only thing there is, you know. And a lot of times they can get, you know, aid because there's an aid agency trying to get it get help there. So the gospel accompanies every food distribution and trauma counseling session. And so they're helping 571 families in 12 locations inside Sudan and Sudan's order, uh, border with Chad and South Sudan. Because these issues matter to the Lord, we have to want to know those things, as unpleasant as they are. God wants us to be burdened, not the burden that crushes, but he wants us to be concerned in our hearts about the things, people, and realities in our world that burden his heart. And that's true. And that's Sudan. So pray for Sudan.
and pray for the people of Sudan. And that's that's how you get food in. You know, you have to use people, and they go in at the risk of their lives. <clears throat> so, you know, it's just one of those things. It just absolutely more and more and more we see this going on. And, you know, years and years and years ago, one of the things the Lord told me first, pay attention to Sudan. <clears throat> and over the years, we've talked about Sudan a lot. It's just one of those countries just unbelievable and then I look at America and see how screwed up we've become yeah and, and I'll tell you you need uh, you need if you're living in this country the churches in America need to get together we need to be united and we need to stand against what's happening in this country because the devil is trying to take it over. He wants to ruin your kids, destroy the livelihoods of mom and dad, and he wants to destroy this country. Amen. God wants us to be unified. And there are people right now that are pushing, you know, around America to bring huge revivals. But we have a lot of enemies in this country. And in the world, there are a lot of problems, but we've got a big God. And so we're not going to be able to go any further in this one. But that's a lot of areas that are having trouble, Tower. Yes, they are. And uh, we've got some time for you to say goodbye. Okay, well, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you here. And please pray for your brethren around the world. God wants us to have a heart for them and, and uh, um, pray for our brothers. He wants us to be burdened. Not the burden that crushes, but he wants us to be concerned in our hearts about the things, people, and realities in our world that burden his heart. So please remember to pray for your brethren and help if you can. And please stay safe. We love you dearly and we always hope the best for you in Christ. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com. That's warn-usa.com, and our other site is danaglinsmith.com. And that is Glenn with two N's, D-A-N-A-G-L-E-N-N-S-M-I-T-H.com. That is the W-I-B-R Warn Radio. And we have a network of places where you can listen to the shows and check out all of our articles don't forget to check out my book, The Rising. You can find more about it on our websites or go to the store over on danaglinsmith.com. Pray for the persecuted church. Pray for your family too. And watch ever closely over your family and yourselves and those around you because the devil is afoot and wickedness is everywhere. But God is our hope and he will deliver us he will keep us from the evil he will deliver us so until next time take care of yourselves take care of your family look to each other look to the lord until next time may god bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you and give you peace shalom everybody Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.